Support for this podcast and the following message come from Gaia.com, the on-demand streaming TV service that helps you achieve your highest potential at your convenience. To get your first month at only 99 cents, visit GAIA.com forward slash My 7 Chakras. My 7 Chakras, episode 218. The change you want to see in the world. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy. Positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras, the show where we dive deep into the ancient world to uncover nuggets of wisdom that will help you find your life's calling, your purpose, and beyond. So if you want actionable steps that will transform your life, that will enable you to make a change, then you are listening to the right episode. But right before that, let's listen to our recent iTunes review. Today's review is by Curious Caroline, who writes, I have never written a review before, but I just had to for this one as it became such a part of my daily goal and weekly when the goal gives way to reality. So weekly routine. Enlightening guests without barely a skip in the bunch. And that's just personal preference, being less interested in particular modalities. Thank you for the inspiration. Action Tribe, I know many of you have maybe never written a review before and find technology quite confusing. But remember, this is one form of action taking as well. So if you've decided, just like Caroline, to write us a review, then just follow the following steps. Look at your iPhone, head to our podcast page. Once on the page, you'll see the reviews button, then hit the button and then hit write a review. It's that simple. If you prefer to email me instead, then you can go to aj at my7chakras.com. That's my email address, aj at my7chakras.com. And remember, we're also on Instagram, at my7chakras, as well as Facebook. Whatever method you choose, make sure you take action right away. And having said that, we are now ready to bring you our featured guest for today, Tina Clark. So Tina, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am always ready to inspire. That's great. So Tina Clark is an intuitive energy healer who specializes in getting to the root of her clients' challenges. She treats her clients holistically and addresses all sides of their issues, whether mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, or multi-dimensional. She uses all the tools within her spiritual toolbox to do so, which include Reiki, mediumship, intuitive abilities, shamanism, and so much more. So Tina, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Great. So for listeners who are waiting to learn more about you, could you talk to us a bit more about your story before we actually begin? Sure. Um, I am Yusui Tibetan Reiki master. I'm also a shamanic healer and I'm an intuitive psychic medium. And I have been doing this since about 2012. And I was one of those mediums walking around the getting information but not knowing what it was in fact i've been getting information my entire life Mm -hmm. and when i finally started diving into reading and doing my own research and practicing what i was learning i realized i could do a lot of these things and it came quite easy for me so i finally about around the age of 40 found my calling wow Well, thanks a lot for sharing, and I can't wait to dive deeper into the different aspects of your story. But before that, let's begin with some inspiration, like we always do. My question to you is, what is your favorite inspirational quote, and how does that apply to your day-to-day life? My favorite inspirational quote is by Gandhi, and he the change you want to see in the world. And I think this is the perfect quote for me personally because i always i'm an extremely creative person and i'm always looking for solutions and ways to improve things and make things better in the world 
And I think you have to embody what you want to accomplish. And you have to be a role model. And everything you say, do, and think has to embody what you want to do in the world. And what I want to do is I want to inspire people. I want to wake people up. I want to plant the seed and I want the seeds to grow. So walk the walk and talk the talk. If you want to change the world, you have to say it, do it and take action. So there you go, Action Drive. Two things over here. Tap into your sacral chakra for expressing your creativity and tap into your throat chakra so that you can express your voice literally and metaphorically and really be the change that you want to see in the world. So thanks a lot for that amazing quote, Tina. And with that, let's dive in. So let's start with what is your definition of energy healing? We have many different bodies. We have our mental body, our emotional body, our physical body, our energy body. And all things on earth and in the universe are made up of energy. Some of that energy is vibrating very slowly, like the chair that you're sitting in and the tree that's in your front yard. And some energy is vibrating at a high rate. And at that rate is where you can find your angels and your guides and the spirit world and the other side. So energy healing is really tapping into universal life energy, which is what Reiki is, and channeling that through me into my client. And everybody is connected to universal life energy. But as a Reiki practitioner, you are, chan- you are attuned to channeling that through you into a person. So it's like having a antenna that's higher than most people's because you're able to connect quicker and filter that energy to that person. That that energy is healing and relaxing. Got it. Got it. So thanks a lot for that explanation. Action Tribe, we have many different energy bodies as we're learning today we've got the mental body we've got the physical body as you are well accustomed we've got the emotional body and the different layers of the energetic body basically everything around you is made up of energy and as you learned in school the energies are of different types some more dense less vibrating solid energy and some less dense but everything around you is energy. So Tina, talk to us about the first time that you came across this concept of energy healing. Was it always intuitive or was there a certain point where you consciously got to know about energy healing? Well, it's interesting because in 2012, I received my first psychic reading ever. Okay. And I, it really opened me up to this whole new world of spirit and the metaphysical And once I had that reading, I started studying and reading every book I could find on reincarnation and energy healing and everything. I mean, it was almost like an obsession. Mm, (laughs) So so for the energy healing, um, it was interesting because I had a friend who was training in Reiki at the time. And I thought, oh, how interesting and never really thought about it being something I wanted to learn. But I ended up meeting a fantastic teacher who is my mentor, Joy Adrianson, and she taught a tarot class. I took her tarot class and I just loved it. And I loved her teaching style. And she was a Reiki master and she offered Reiki training. And I took everything that she offered. So uh, you meet the right teacher and you you end up getting interested and, or getting pulled into those topics because you I admired her and I loved her teaching style and I just wanted to learn everything. Got it. So diving a bit deeper, what about that psychic healing session made you so fascinated or so excited about this field? Well, number one, he was accurate. You know, everything mm. he said was true and what really really connected me emotionally to the reading was i 
I was able to speak to my father who passed away in 1991. And he was probably the closest person to me in the world when he passed away. And I was able to finally talk to him after all those years. And it was amazing. It was an amazing release. I was so finally excited to talk with him after all those years because he died a very sudden death at a, at a young age. And I knew it was him. It felt like him. It sounded like him. He knew things, you know, that nobody would know. And it just proved to me. I mean, I already knew that there was an afterlife and a heaven and the other side. I feel it, you know. But I, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I have to really dive into this and explore this more. Got it. So it seems like you asked him questions to make sure that it's really him. Is that correct? Well, it's interesting because he told me in the beginning of the session that he didn't like to connect to past loved ones. Oh. So I was a little disappointed because I was hoping to talk to my father. But he started describing a man. He's like, there's a man in the room. And he started describing him. And I said, I think that's my dad. And is it okay if I can talk to him? And thankfully, he allowed the conversation to continue. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow, that must have been so, so revealing, right? So you must have felt a shift in energy in yourself as soon as that, you know, the, the healer said that I could feel somebody in this room Yeah. and described it. Wonderful. Now, I know that dreams have played a role in your awakening as well, correct? Yes. Could you talk to us about uh, the connection of dreams in, yes. in your life? Yeah. I've always been a prolific dreamer, and I've always dreamed in 3D, in color, I mean, in everything. And dreams, I believe, are an alternate reality. They're not just a dream. I know that some people like to explain away and say they're symbolic, but there are other lives that we're living here other than Earth. And those lives and the information in those lives are bleeding over into our dreams. And so I had a amazing dream about, and this dream made me realize I was a medium. And it has to do with the actor Patrick Swayze. So I had a dream about Patrick Swayze, and I went to my teacher, Joy, and I said, what does this dream mean? What does it mean when you dream of a celebrity? And so I told her about the dream, and she said, well, I think you really had a soul connection with him. I don't think this is just a dream. And in the dream, I was walking around with Patrick, I think somewhere in Los Angeles, and he was acting sad or unhappy. And I said, the reason why you're unhappy is because you're in a place that doesn't resonate with you. You're not in the right place. Was this before or after his uh, his death? This is after his death. Oh. So um, I told the dream to my teacher and she said, well, do you dream of people who passed? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, my gosh, all the time, my entire life, if somebody passed away, I'm the one who dreams about them. If uh, someone loses a pet, I'm the one who dreams about them. And she looked at me and she said, well, I think that you're a medium mm -hmm. and that's why you're dreaming. They're trying to communicate with you. And I was like, oh, OK. Well, I didn't know that because I thought everybody <laughs> else was like me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I, I realized that's not true. Yeah. So it's amazing the assumptions that you make. You know, you think that you're like everybody else and everybody else is having similar dreams and you're yeah. not. And so I decided to train with her on mediumship. And I use mediumship in combination with Reiki and tarot reading. And if it comes up, it, it comes up and I allow the messages to come through. So uh, really quickly, why do you think these spirits try to communicate with you? They have messages. They either have a message for you or they have a message for a loved one. And um, it's very important for their message to be delivered. They will mm. try and try and try. And a lot of people out there have mediumship ability and they're blocking those spirits from, from revealing their mm. messages. And sometimes they simply just want to be heard. They want to be heard and validated. They may be attached to the land or... You know, something, they had a hard life, 
Right. And they still haven't gone into the light, and they want to tell their story. Mm-hmm. And once you, they tell their story, it releases them to be able to go to their true home, which is the other side. Mm-hmm. So what are some signs that a spirit might be trying to communicate with you and that you have these uh, mediumship abilities and that you're trying to block them or subconsciously block them so are there any signs that might suggest this there's so many (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you some of them if you're dreaming of past loved ones um definitely a sign uh birds are messengers by Mm. the way birds are constantly giving us messages from spirit um unusable animal sightings Maybe, or it could be personal to that person. So say your grandmother loved ladybugs mm-hmm. and you're seeing ladybugs everywhere. Right. That could definitely mean that your grandmother is trying to tell you that she's around, that she loves you, that she still lives. She's still alive on the other side. And she's sending you messages by sending you all of these ladybugs. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Coins. You're seeing coins on the ground. Uh-huh. You've heard of me- of messages from heaven or coins, money from heaven. Well, that's yeah. where that comes from. Because spirit likes to send you coins. Like feathers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and pick it up, please, because that's a sign that you're grateful for not only a penny, but mm-hmm. more. Because the universe can create a penny just as easily as a million dollars. Got it. Now, since we're talking about science and you spoke to us about spirit animals, you spoke to us about ladybugs, yes. especially if your grandmother or somebody loved that insect. You spoke to us about coins. But what about this number, 1111? Is that, does that hold any significance? Because I've seen a lot of people uh, say that when they see 1111 and they keep seeing it all the time, and I do as well. Uh, it it has some significance and some meaning. So I want to know, does that play, has that appeared in your life as well? Oh, it's been, 11 has been appearing to me for a very long time. <laughs> mm. In fact, I only know that because I've been talking to my husband about it. And he says, you know, you've been talking about that for almost 20 years that you've mm. been seeing 1111. Right. 1111 is a wake up call. Okay. When you see 1111, it means... It's time to follow your passion. It's time to honor your calling, whatever that might be. It's time to remember that you are a soul in a body on earth. And it's it's a wake-up call, 11-11. So there you go, Action Tribe. If you have seen 11-11 a lot of times, not 7-11, but 11-11, <laughs> then it really means that it's your calling. It's your time to take action and step up into the greatness that is destined for you. Now, Tina, you've shared a couple of stories with us. Uh, but my question is, are you able to see the energetic body? Are you able to see auras and chakras? I'm able to see your chakras. Mm-hmm. I can see them spinning. I can see the colors. I can see the dark spots that might be in your chakras. Okay. I can also remove dark spots from your chakras through psychic surgery, surgery or Reiki psychic surgery. Mm. I can remove those dark spots, or sometimes they're in shapes. They're like a triangle, not triangle or square or a dark rectangle, and I can remove those and I fill it up with Reiki. I fill up the empty space with Reiki and seal off your chakras. Got it. So for someone who might be a bit confused. What can you tell by looking at a person's chakra? So let's say a person is you know, on the street maybe, or maybe a friend of yours. What can you tell by looking at the chakras on a person? When I do a Reiki session with someone, I check their chakras with a pendulum. Okay. And a pendulum is a, a crystal at the end. You know, For those of you that don't know, that's at the end of a rope or a chain, or it could be your necklace. It could be anything, really. Mm-hmm. And I check how that cha- each chakra is spinning. Okay. Now, all your chakras should be spinning counterclockwise. But when I encounter a chakra that's not spinning that way, 
for example, it's going sideways or it's spinning clockwise, then I know to focus on that chakra when I'm giving Reiki. So really quick, counterclockwise as you're looking at the person or as the person is looking at the healer? As they're laying down on the Reiki table. Okay, so uh, counterclockwise I, to you, I guess. Yes, oh. right. Got it. So you use a pendulum dowser or you use the, the, the crystal with the thread on the end of it to notice and to find out if the chakras are swirling in the correct direction. And then you uh, take steps uh, to, to correct it. Is that correct? Right. Got it. Now, for those who are new to this space, what is Kundalini energy? Kundalini energy is what really connects all your chakras together. Hmm. And when, when energetically, it looks like a tube. Okay. Running from your base chakra to your crown chakra. And the Kundalini is, symbol of Kundalini is two snakes that kind of run up your spine. Sure. And I can see that in a person's body. Oh, really? And I okay. yes. And usually by the by the end of a Reiki session, I will try to run the energy through your chakras in that weaving pattern of the Kundalini energy. Mhm. Mhm. So, are you able to see the Kundalini energy in someone who has awakened their Kundalini energy, or in everyone? I can see it in everyone now. Okay. Before I wasn't, I didn't see it. It's something that just came to me. But when I do focus, when I'm giving Reiki, I'm running that energy through your chakras and through your Kundalini. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now that we've spoken about this, the Kundalini symbol it looks very similar to the doctor symbol, correct? Because yes. you have serpents there as well. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever thought about this? Is there any connection? There's definitely a connection. Okay. I don't know who created that symbol. Yeah. <laughs> to you know, but they might have been tapping into the fact that good health means that your kundalini energy is running smoothly through your chakra. Nice, nice. Now you've told us that uh, the kundalini energetically looks like a tube and it sort of connects the chakras but could you give us a deeper understanding of how they interact with the chakras how the chakras the main chakras at least connected with this kundalini energy well all the chakras are connected to each other sure so i'll give you an example if you have some blocks to your throat chakra meaning that you're not speaking your through your truth um you're having a hard time communicating and that might manifest into sore throats, mm-hmm. canker sores in the mouth. You know, I used to have this problem, so I know it personally. Yeah. And I used to have a lot of problems with my throat. Well, your throat is connected to your sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. So you could have issues with your sacral chakra too. Right. And in fact, if you study midwifery, they say that if you if a mother cannot speak her truth, she's going to have a hard time giving birth. Right. Because they're connected. They're intimately connected. So Mm. we want all our chakras to be running smoothly, spinning, without any hindrance, and communicating with each other. And once that happens, the kundalini is kicking in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think it's the right time to talk about the kundalini awakening. For those, like a lot of people have heard this term Kundalini Awakening because it's become really popular and it's uh, getting uh, mainstream. But could you help us understand what exactly is a Kundalini Awakening? I'm not sure. I mean, this might be pushing the edges of my knowledge of okay. Kundalini, but okay. <laughs> I, I do know that I that I see it and you might know more about it than me. But um, I know that Kundalini connects you to the earth and connects you to spirit mm-hmm. because it runs through the, the base chakra into the earth mm-hmm. and runs up all your chakras through your crown to heaven yeah and if you want to connect to spirit if you want to be connected to your higher self and the creator mm-hmm. you have to do two things you have to be grounded and connected to mother earth mm-hmm. and you have to connect with your soul and your crown chakra to the heavens Yes. If you are not grounded, you're not going to be able to connect to spirit very well. Right. Yeah. We have to be in our bodies. We are on earth. I'm not supposed to be hanging around in the seventh dimension. And I can go there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I have to come back. And I have to know that my 
really, I need to be here, grounded here. And then, then mm-hmm. I can come visit and I'll come back. Got it. Got it. Now, uh, the reason why I ask this question is because Kundalini awakening or Kundalini energy is an, is a, is an area that I also want to dive deeper into. As far as, the, you know, Chinese ancient healing is concerned, Qigong and Tai Chi, what I've learned is you have this microcosmic breathing, right, where you connect the ground energy to the sky energy and bring it back down once again and circulate it all throughout your body, thereby tapping into the real power of your chi. But I really want to establish the connection between what is going on there with the Kundalini awakening and some of the exercises or books or resources that you can go through in order to awaken your Kundalini energy. But thanks a lot for providing your insights. Okay. Now, we've spoken about our subtle energies. We've spoken about dreams. My question is about past lives now. Okay. You're also able to help people get information about their past lives. Is that correct? Yes. So how do you access that information? Like, do you see um, visions or symbols? Or do you see pictures? All of what you mentioned. <laughs> when I'm giving a Reiki session, yeah, I'm doing, I'm connected to spirit already because I have cleared my mind I have prepared the room for that kind of information to come in. When I'm giving Reiki, I'm in a meditative state. Sure. So here it comes. Here comes the information. So I'm getting information on there, what they've been thinking about, what they've been worried about, um, what kind of emotions been coming up with them. And then I, as I'm giving Reiki, I'm also getting pictures. And it's interesting because when I'm Reikiing someone's legs, Mm -hmm. I get their past lives usually in that area, and I'll get a picture. For example, I just had a Reiki client, and I got a picture of her and a knowing, you know, just a knowing that she was an actress in the 1920s, and she used to dance on the stage. She used to dance and act and Mm -hmm. sing. Okay. And so I'll get that picture, and I'll just describe it to the client because I believe that anything that comes up, needs to be communicated to them it's coming sure. for a reason for whatever the reason that is yeah. and that knowledge is healing and helping them i can also go into the akashic record library and mm-hmm. pull somebody's soul book with their permission of course yeah. and i can answer <laughs> questions of that they have about themselves and if they want to learn about past lives i can go in there and ask them what past lives you know their book what past mm-hmm. lives are relevant for them right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes I can look at a person and I'll see a flash. Right. For example, I was talking to a person and I saw like a head imposed over his head. Okay. And it was the head of a Native American. Right. And I said, you were a Native American in another life, a leader or chief or some sort, because I just saw the face and the head over your head while I was talking to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really interesting. So how do, like, for example, when you said uh, to this person that I see a head imposed over your head and maybe you were a chieftain or a leader mm-hmm. in your past life, how, how did this person react? I mean, I mean, did this make sense? Did they confirm it? or He totally accepted it because he's a medium and also a Reiki master. Uh, so he, he, and it was actually the first and only time that I've ever seen that. But I will get messages that way. I will get pictures. I will get feelings. I will hear words and thoughts. And it just all comes together. I don't really separate out the information. You know, it just kind of comes at once. Got it. Got it. So you said that when you're giving Reiki, as you're in that meditative state, you're able to receive. Yes. And you receive these vibrations, which then get converted to pictures and flashes and messages in your mind, which completely makes sense, even from a technological standpoint, right? That's how, you know, uh, information is communicated. But uh, so, so you yes. see that, and as you as they come up, you communicate those messages with your clients, and, and uh, you know, so, so they confirm it. And it's so interesting that you speak about Akashic records. You know, just a couple of days back, I, I wrote down this quote, which I made up, uh, made this quote, but it's basically that your library, your local library, has some information. Google has most information, but the Akashic Records has all the information. Yes. 
It has everything about you. And here's the term past lives. It's not yeah. correct. Okay. It's actually just other lives because everything mm. is happening right now. We only feel like there's a past and the present and the future here on Earth because the Earth is spinning, the sun is right. setting, the sun is rising. But our soul is immortal and living, and everything's happening right now. And I know that's a hard concept for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. Mm -hmm. But all those lives, all that information about other lives, it's happening now. But in different and dimensions they, and different realities. Is that correct? Right, right. Correct. Different versions of yourself. There is even other versions of yourself on Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I question, what if the life we're living right now, the 3D life on the physical plane of Earth, what if this is a dream and that's reality? Have you ever thought about that? Or how about this, that your other life, your yeah. the other version of you is dreaming about your life and your uh, interviews on my seven chakras. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's something to think about, action tribe. You know, it's all about asking questions and questioning the world around you, questioning the realities around you, and really getting to know, you know, what the world is. I request you not to accept everything just as said, but to try it out for yourself and experiment and learn and grow and seek mentors. Now, Tina, my question is, how does a past life or maybe another life have, I mean, does it have to do with your soul's purpose in this life or your calling? Yes, many times it does. In fact, the special thing about being alive now on uh -huh. earth is that we are able to tap into the, uh, those other lives that we are living okay. and use that no those knowledge and abilities and bring it in to this life. Beautiful. That's awesome. So could you tell us who were you in your past lives? Wow, I've had many, many. I come back to Earth a lot. Mm -hmm. I have been in Greece, ancient Greece. Um, I've been an herbal healer. Yeah. I've been a Toth priest in ancient Egypt, giving psychic readings, believe it or not. So very similar to what I do now. Okay. I've been an Isis priestess many, many times. I'm very connected to Isis. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have one of her power animals she lent me. Okay. I've been in Atlantis. I've been told in readings that I was there briefly, but I was, I was an Atlantis uh, priestess. Yeah. So, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, I was, <laughs> in, in the beginning of my awakening, I was very interested in my other lives and i started sure. a list <laughs> i was yeah. this i was this and it finally became so much i was like okay <laughs> i get it i've done a lot of things <laughs> yeah 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 now here's a question that i have you've mentioned that you're clearly an old soul right because you've lived many lives in the past and so you have this phrase of old souls and then you have obviously new souls right some some people who Maybe. haven't had that Maybe. many lives? I'm not sure about that because we are all part of the creator. Yeah. We are little sparks that just flew out of the creator saying, I'm going to go explore an experience. And whatever okay. experience the creator is going to experience through us and gain that knowledge and information. So I believe everybody born on earth has a yeah. lot of knowledge and experience. You cannot be born here by accident, everybody. You are here on purpose. And you can't be a newbie here. Mm. It's too difficult. You would not last. Now, I know there are star seeds that are being born here, but that are new to Earth. But they have a lot of experience on other planets and other universes. So they're able to bring that knowledge in. But no one, everybody here is a master. Mm -hmm. We just have to wake up to those abilities. Believe in yourself and that you can do it. So there you go, Action Tribe. You are more powerful than you can ever imagine. And you've made it thus far. You've come across so many challenges, so many difficulties. And sometimes you need somebody else to remind you of how powerful and how courageous and how determined you really are. So there you go, right from Tina, 
Thanks a lot for sharing that, Tina, sharing that insight. Now, based on what we've discussed today, based on what you've shared today, what is that one action step you'd like to recommend for our listeners? You know that feeling that you get when you're interested in something or you're excited about it? You don't understand Mm -hmm. why. Follow that feeling. Always follow that feeling. That is your soul and that is your creator trying to communicate to you that there's a reason why you're interested in it. So do your research. Make up your own mind. Don't just read something and and say, oh, it's got to make sense to you. Use your discernment. Does this make sense? Maybe you need to put it to the side for now. Or does you know this totally make you feel joyful and happy? If so, keep exploring it. And you will experience moments of joy. If you follow how you feel about everything, if you feel good and happy doing it and pursuing it, do that. Simple as that. So there you go, Action Tribe. Do access the show notes. For today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 208. That's my7chakras.com forward slash the number 208. Explore the vast traditions of yoga with the Gaia original series, Yogic Paths. Filmed across India, the 13-episode series captures the beauty of mystical Indian landscapes and never-before-seen ashrams while taking the viewer on a journey through the many traditions of yoga. While the practice of physical postures called asanas is most well-known in the West, understanding the full scope of this rich and varied tradition gives meaning and power to the yoga that we know today. Action Tribe, since you're listening to this show, it's clear that you are interested in topics such as chakras, yoga, and self-realization, and you know exactly where to go for audio content and interviews. And I sure hope you feel this way about our show, My 7 Chakras. But where do you go if you want a streaming TV video service with the same values and similar content? The answer is Gaia.com. To start watching this show, The Yogic Paths, as well as get your first month at Gaia for just 99 cents, visit Gaia.com forward slash My 7 Chakras. That's G-A-I-A dot com forward slash My S-E-V-E-N-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future. Action Tribe, there are many things happening in your life right now. Some that you're aware of, some that you are not, some that you don't know why, and some that don't make any sense at all. In fact, you might be doing a job right now that you don't really like. Maybe the job or business isn't allowing you to live fully to live life to your fullest. So remember that there are no coincidences. The experiences and skills that you have right now will come in handy in the future. It won't make sense right now, but you just have to have faith and take action. Things won't change suddenly, but as long as you're taking small steps towards your vision, you will get there sooner than you expect. And once you've achieved your dreams, you will look back and notice that all the dots seem so connected. They all make sense now. Because you took the action and you went the journey. So Tina, let's move on to your life experiences right now, your challenges. Talk to us about a time when things weren't going so well for you, a time when you experienced a massive challenge. How did you get there in the first place? And then what steps did you take to overcome it? Well, my entire life, I've always felt like I was supposed to be doing something. And I knew it had to do with helping people. I've always cared about others. I've always cared about others. And I, when I saw someone suffering on the news or in the paper and read about it, I've always felt it was so useless. Like, why was this happening? And how could we fix it? And everything was fixable to me. We have the resources on this gorgeous earth and more than enough for everyone. Why was this happening? And so I pursued a career in government because I wanted to help, you know, I wanted to help in that way. But I realized that there were so many rules and there were so many obstacles that I couldn't really help the way I wanted to. And so I really had to let go of a career and because it, it wasn't making me happy. It wasn't serving my purpose. So 
for all of you out there who feel like you're supposed to be doing something, you're right. You are. And don't ever give up because it took till I was about 40 to have a psychic reading to realize this is it. This is what I was supposed to doing, be doing. And ever since then, I never looked back. It can take time. It can take a long time. And life will get in your way. You know, you will get married, have kids, you know, you're busy. But that calling and that feeling that you're supposed to be doing something, that's your soul talking to you. So please don't ever give up. But the way to follow that is follow what makes you happy. What makes you excited? What are you interested in? Forget about ego and what everybody else thinks. You really have to put that to the side to pursue your passion. So looking back now at your life, in just one sentence, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think when you are pursue, if you're young and you're pursuing what we're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life or what kind of work, do what you love. Don't worry about the money. Do what you love first, and then the money will follow. Because when you're doing what you love, you'll be in a sense of, of gratefulness and abundance, and it'll automatically come to you. Got it. Well, thanks a lot for sharing your story. You shared that you always intuitively knew since birth that you were here to serve. You wanted to do something meaningful that would help the people around you. And initially, you pursued a role in the government to do the same thing, to help people and to make a difference in the world. But you realize after a certain point, you realize that there was rules, obstacles, maybe some bureaucracy, barriers to you actually serving to the fullest. And that hampered your ability to grow. And then you took a decision. You had that psychic reading that you shared with us. And then you awakened. You awakened to the possibility of serving at the same time, you know, doing things in a way that didn't have the obstacles and the barriers and the rules in your previous job. You were now exposed to a new way of living. And now you're leading that different life while at the same time serving people, which I think is amazing. And at the same time, you get to learn and and grow in so many different topics within spirituality. And I think that's fascinating. And what you shared with us today, that it is never too late to change course and that you shouldn't be worried too much about what people think about you or the impressions that they have or what the society will think. You know, if you feel deep down inside or if your emotions tell you that you like a particular course of action and if it's going to do genuine good to the world around you, then today is the best day to make that change. In fact, right now is the best day, best time to make that change. Do what you love and the money will follow. So thanks a lot for sharing that with us, Tina. So Action Tribe, let's take a deep breath here. We're not done yet. We still have some time to go. But let me ask you this question. Are you following your heart? Are you listening to that inner voice? Are you taking the steps that is needed to bring you closer to your dreams? Or are you telling yourself that you will someday take action. You know, I I once heard Tony Robbins say that the road to someday leads to a town called nowhere. And it's true because if you really think about it, if you postpone your action, days turn to weeks, weeks turn to months and months turn to years. And suddenly you find yourself turning another year older, which is not bad. But if you've not taken action, it becomes a challenge. You're not alone. Everyone faces the same situation. But remember, you are in control of this. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So don't worry about what people will say or how they will judge you. If you want to do something meaningful in your life, then take small steps every single day towards that intention. And very soon, you will be there. Imagine that this is the last week of your life. What would you do more of to make sure your dreams come true? to do just that. Because like Steve Jobs once said, remembering that you are going to die is the best way to know to avoid the trap of thinking that you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. So Tina, as on today, what is your life's purpose? My life's purpose is to help others heal and let go of what's no longer serving them to inspire people to think 
more broadly about their lives, the, about the meaning, the true meaning of why we're here. In summary, I'm here to raise vibration. So I am here to clear energy and raise vibration and trigger knowing and understanding in others by simply being myself. So I really don't have to be doing anything. I just have to be myself and keep my vibration high and that helps others around me. Now let's talk about the concept of a defining moment. I'm not talking about any moment, but a defining moment in your life. Was there ever something like that that changed your life? I would say when I was working for the government and really struggling at my very last job, I ended up getting appendicitis and my appendix burst. And I ended up in the hospital for a week. I mean, talk about losing your power in your solar plexus chakra, mm. right? Yeah. So I decided, well, I tried and tried to make this kind of work happen for me. And I keep running into the craziest obstacles, including my appendix bursting. And I just changed track. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I, it wasn't what I was doing. Doing, and the universe was telling me, don't do this anymore, because that was the message I got when I got sick. So I quit. And that was a defining moment for me. I just decided that I was going to focus on my family. And I had two beautiful daughters, and I stayed at home with them. And I was way happier that way. And then, you know, again, back about five years ago, I had that psychic reading. So it that changed my life. And I realized I wanted to do more of that. But Got it. Attention to the universe because the universe is giving you messages all the time. And if you don't pay attention, the messages get more extreme. Mm -hmm. So they go actually try pay attention to the universe. And when you think about the universe, just don't think about the universe around you, but think about the micro cosmic universe within you. Pay attention to your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, because ultimately, if you do pay attention, you will get to know or you will be able to improve your overall well-being and your health. And that will allow you to take action to change your life. Now, with that, we've arrived at the very last round for today, which is called the Wisdom Round, which comprises of four questions that need four action-packed responses. So sort of like a rapid-fire round. So, Tina, what is the best advice that someone has ever given you? Follow your feelings. I feel my way through life now. I don't really overthink anything. I check in with myself and say, how do I feel about this? Does this feel good? Am I excited about it? And I follow that feeling. So name a personal habit that keeps you strong. I would say energetic shielding because as an empath, which is a very sensitive person that picks up on other people's feelings, it can be overwhelming if you're not energetically protecting yourself got it so what is your morning routine like what do you do during the first two two and a half hours of your day i don't really have a morning routine because i'm not much of a morning person <laughs> okay <laughs> but i will tell you i have a evening routine and i will tell you every night when i'm in bed i release any energies that are not mine and keep only loving energies around me i disconnect any cords that are not of unconditional love and i leave all other loving cords attached to me i forgive myself for anything that i've done during the day or gave myself a hard time for and i forgive other anybody else who i may have gotten irritated at or felt like crossed me then i say a couple affirmations and that is i am the power and I am the protection. And then I shield myself and I shield my house. And the way I do it is I envision a pyramid over my house and with the four walls coming down one at a time and then the base sealing it off at the end. And I say that I allow loving energy to come into this space, but all energies must stay outside of this boundary. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today? Probably the most mind-blowing book that I read 
was called Nothing in This Book is True, But It's Exactly How Things Are by Bob Fursell. And when I read this book kind of early in my awakening, it really shook me up because, and I think it triggered kind of a dark night of the soul because it was a very tough read. Basically, he opened up the world to all everything. I mean, he was talking about aliens and it was like, wow. Mm. And I couldn't believe that he was writing about this, but it excited <laughs> me at the time. So I think okay. the title's perfect because he's saying, the ego will the ego will say nothing is true, but your soul will say this is this is how things are. So great book. Got it. Saxon so Tribe, I know how much you love our book recommendations, and I know that many of you purchase these books as soon as you hear them shared on our show. That's why Audible.com is offering Action Tribe one free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out their amazing service. Now in case you don't know, Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle, including bestsellers like The Chakra System by Anadia Judith, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash MSC. Once again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash MSC for your free audiobook. So, Tina? Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for sharing the stories, sharing your insights, yeah. and enlightening us a bit more. So before you go, tell us one thing that you are grateful for, and also tell us how we can find you online. I'm grateful to be here, and I'm grateful that I connect with people like you who are spreading information and spreading the truth of what our life is, why are we here, and and the purpose of our life. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to be here. I love it here. I love earth and I'm here to serve. And if I can help, let's see, that's what makes me happy. Great. You can find me on my website, Stargazing Angel, which is stargazingangel.com. I also have a Facebook page. Um, you can search Stargazing Angel for that. And, um, I look forward to meeting some of the listeners and viewers. If you want to contact me, I'm always open to questions. Um, if anything we discussed you had questions about, email me or message me on Facebook. Great. So thanks a lot for coming on our show, talking to us about the spirit world and our multidimensional selves and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you. It was my pleasure to be on your show. Listening to My Seven Chakras. Go to my chakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.